Welcome to the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. Every episode is titled, It Starts With Tennis and Goes From There. We talk with coaches, club managers, industry business professionals, technology experts, and anyone else we find interesting. We want to have a conversation as long as it starts with tennis. Hey, hey, this is Sean with the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. We are in the Rejuvenate studio in Buford, Georgia. And in this episode, Bobby and I talk about the UTR rating system and whether or not Bobby's 6.0 rated high school junior client has a shot to play college tennis. Let us know what you think. Here we go. All right, there we go. So, yep, I got you. Okay, I see what okay. So, so, we got the little teal to red to teal, left to right. Right. And so it looks like the top males are 16.0. And we got a higher concentration, a low concentration. So we have a bell curve in at every level. So most people on the ATP, most players on the ATP tour men are between 15 and 16. Your wow. lower level, there are less of them at 14.5, less of them at 16 point above 16.0, or I'm not sure how exactly that range works. Then you got your men's futures professionals, 12 to 14.5. Your women's WTA. All right, so we're not allowed to show this for fear of being called sexists. But according <laughs> to this, the best women in the world, according to UTA, are at a maximum of 14.0 or somewhere in that 14 range. Okay. Where the the weakest players of the best men are above 14.5. So McEnroe was right, but like you said, we're not going to talk about So this. evidently, well, just according <laughs> to this. Now, let me let me be clear. Sean and Bobby aren't saying this. That's right. <laughs> the, the chart is saying this. So if we bring it down to the conversation that you're talking about, Bobby, um, sectional, let's just like NPR, NTRP men. All right, there's me. Right, I should be a 5.0 if I'm not overweight because I'm still in my early 40s and I should be able to play tennis. Most players in the middle there, so I should be about a 10. Okay, yeah. Is that, I mean, is that kind of yeah. how you are. picture 10 is in a 5.0? I'm a good 5.0 player, like most 5.0s. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm a little I'm a little out of shape right now, and I haven't played in a while, so I play 4.5, but that drops me almost to the point that I'm an eight if I'm looking congregated, and there's an overlap there. So if we look at boys' 16s. Well, let's just look at the six. He's a 6.0 UTR, right? Right, yes. All right, so he can play women's college division two. Okay. <laughs> right, right. If we go down to the 16s, there are no sectional boys 16s. And sectional would be, in our case, the southern division. Is that our section? Yes. Is that right, yeah. since we're in Georgia? So the sectional boys 16s, if I'm going across here, 16s going across, the lowest sectional boys 16 where he should be right now, not even going to play college, just at the lower levels of sectionals, he should be at least a 7.0. At least. At least a 7. That's the lowest concentration of lower level players, yeah. 7.0. Yeah. And if he wants to play the lowest, let's see, national boys, lowest national boys, 16 is 10.0. But college is a different thing. 
because your your number one national boys sixteen is going to beat most of your division division three college players. Sure, but not necessarily any of your division one college player, which says your minimum is eleven point five. Yeah, so he's got to go from a six point oh to eleven point five. Let's just picture D one because that's what you throw money at. You don't throw a bunch of money at your kid getting all excited to go play D play D three for no scholarship. You would think. <laughs> and, and maybe it's just this is what the kid wants to do, and I can afford it. So let's do it. I mean, I, I'm we're not judging the guy. Yeah. Just let's look at the math and say, okay, well, that's a big jump in eighteen months. Can you go from six point oh to eleven point five to consider playing D one? Or if you're looking at scholarships, that's D two or NAIA. And NAIA, you're playing against the eleven point fives from Germany and Austria. I was going to say that, 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 that exactly right. That opens up an entirely different. <laughs> go 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 over to uh, go see Chase. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't. I wonder what Chase would say if you walk in and say, "Okay, my my son's looking at playing some college tennis. He'd love to join your team. He's a six point Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how Chase doesn't, you know laugh you out of the building so to speak I'm, i mean chase is a nice guy so he's gonna be right, exactly. and say hey look why don't you come to some of our tournaments you should join my academy we should we should be doing this six days a week and yes it should be about a hundred grand <laughs> yeah i mean seriously i mean you, you, like you said we're, we're talking about we're now up to you know we always laugh about another guy who always says they got to be on the court 20 hours a week and you, you read about all the surgeries and everything else it's like well but if you're you're now at this commitment. You have to be, if you're talking about that, you have to be there for that. So therefore you have to be in the kind of condition that will allow that to happen. Excuse me, to happen. Uh, you know, that's a lot. That is a lot. Like I said, yeah. I just, I heard it. It was on Facebook. And of course, one of the other neighbors wrote, said, you know, no, no rich kids make it anymore. You should try to toughen them up. And I was like, that's not going to fly with this. This guy was, you know, he was a hockey player. Canadian hockey player that he played tennis, but he, he played tennis at a you know different competitive level just because that wasn't what he was all about. He was from a different background. Sure. So I knew he was, he was not going to fly well when you told him his son needed to toughen it up. <laughs> well, and, and rich kids are all different. I mean, yeah, we can make yeah. our joke and say the rich, ki rich kids have, you know, all had their butts wiped their whole lives, but yeah. quite a few of them are willing to put in the work. I don't, I mean, Maybe there's a higher percentage of them that need to toughen up, but I don't uh, I don't see that any different with the with the non-rich kids. I like the UTR the way they break it down. They also take in the mental liquidity as well, and say you know how mature are they ready to play points under pressure situations, and and that's all needs to be. There's there's plenty of that. I mean look at look at Curios. You know, hey there's there's. There's a lot of talent out there, especially on that level. There's an ungodly amount of talent out there. And, but who mentally can withstand what it takes to, to be successful. And that's the other part about tennis too. It's like, all right. So if you're not top 30 in the world, it's tough to make a living. You're, yeah, you're so not we talked about the financial difference between tennis and golf as, as individual sports. And Heck all yeah. the guys in the top 100 as golfers are living living good lives. And Think about the top if you're 89 in the world in in the men's tennis, you you need struggling. funding. You're stringing rackets in a van. Exactly. I mean, think about it. 30. If you're top 30 
in any of the big four sports, you're making a lot of money. You're, you're making stupid money. Basketball and baseball, you're making stupid guaranteed money that you and your family will probably never have to work if they choose not to. And top 30 in the world in tennis is you're working for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Novak's making 50 million a year. The vast majority of it is off court. It's well, not. Yeah, that's look at look at some <laughs> of the guys. The what was one of the guys from? He's from Michigan or something, and he was a, a I don't know a, a ninety in the world kind of guy, but he started selling stuff for I don't know tennis warehouse or whatever it was. So he became the guy in the commercials because former tour yeah. player, you know, or Brittany, what's her face that goes on and gets a job at Tennis Channel because she's an interesting personality, right? You know, but at that point, she she was never going to be number one in the world as a as a singles player, which is where right. the money is. Right. Um, but look at this. This is I'm jumping back to I want to look at this chart one last time. Women's college. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on my friend Jerry for a second. No names though. We're not gonna mention Jerry's name. And he <laughs> he laughs and talks about what it takes to be a, a women's college tennis player. And I, I see women's D three. Now that's the, the theoretically lowest level. You're just on a team for your college. Right. right? is arguably equal to NTR, the higher level of women's, adult women's NTRP 3.0. Is that, well, is that what, a, is that a B6 team? 3.0. Team? 3.0. I mean, that's, right? that's, you're, you're way high if you're, th- I mean, 3.0 is even lower. 3.0 I mean, NTRP, women's 3.0 means you could play college tennis? At Division three, I mean, my friend coached Division three, and I, you know, he would tell her, her the she she coached and her father assistant, and and they would say, yeah, you 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 know, the kids that you have right now could play at our school. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. All right, and it's just interesting to see the levels, and this is just the math. This has nothing to do with, nothing to do really with what's really going on this is just right. wins and losses you you mentioned curios right and I'll, and I'll flip it back around you mentioned curios we say well he's off the charts he should be an 18. well this isn't measuring talent this isn't measuring right. ability this is literally who you beat right wins this is about wins. This is exactly. wins and losses which is what it used yep. to be when i played in the juniors was yeah. wins and it wasn't points you know the ATP has their own point system. The sure. WTA has their point system. That's ranking. That's a different thing. This is just who you beat. Yep. And a good day, a bad day can bump you up, can bump you down, but it doesn't mean I'm necessarily better or more mentally tough. Or you could be a better player, and I just mentally have you. Or you're a much better tennis player. Like I've always said, I'm an athlete with a stick. Yeah. Is I if I can outlast you. And you just your technique breaks down at the end of the match. Am I a better tennis player? Huh? No, but I won the match. That's right. I won. In UTR, I'm rated above you. So it was like, oh, Sean's better than Bobby. Uh, this is just the math. That is Good. interesting. Good luck. We wish them luck, but it's like I said, my my fear is somebody is in their ear incorrectly. Could be. Could be that that's a huge departure. I mean, again, like you said, listen. If you want to play D three, we're fine. We're 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 on that path. If you want to be at a D level, D one level, where you are essentially playing ability wise professionals, yeah. And you're you're at a six, 
as a June, and I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's, a, I know he's got a driver's license because he got a car. So okay. I'm giving him saying he's a junior, not a senior. Okay. You still have a very long way to go. Yep. And when we very say 6.0 to 11.5. So you're, you've got to be twice as good as you are now. That's a huge number. Yes. In a year and a huge number in less than two years. That's huge. You know, because if I'm twice as good as I am now, no one in the world can beat me. Right. <laughs> but that's a lot. That's, a, that's, I mean, and be able to look at the math and go, all right, twice as good as you are now, just yep. from a mathematical point of view. That doesn't happen to people unless you start at one and move to two. And especially, like you said, as it's based, it's based on wins. Well, as you start to play up, guess what you're going to do? You see the bell curve right here. <laughs> the most most of that's going to be right in the middle there. Yeah, you're going to lose in the yeah. beginning. But therefore, we're not going to be rewarded for some time. Yeah. So your your ranking is going to be yeah. Oh, like you said, just it's interesting. Well, there you have it. We want to thank Rejuvenate for the use of the studio. Be sure to check out the Rejuvenate Wellness Is a Journey podcast at rejuvenate.com forward slash listen check out our other episodes at atlantatennispodcast.com also find us at atlanta tennis podcast on social media let us know what you think about our conversations but also click that follow button whether you listen to every episode or just want to listen periodically you can follow in your podcast app which helps us keep the show going with that we're out see you next time